Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to the OMG MotoGP podcast, OMG Extra. This is your extra dose of MotoGP chat for the week ahead of the racing this weekend in Phillip Island with myself, Harry Benjamin, and of course, former Grand Prix rider and British champion, Keith Ewan. Uh, thank you so much for all the lovely comments from our last show about Stuart Higgs. What a fantastic man. So what a fantastic episode. If you haven't watched or listened to that, go back and do it. Uh, you'll, you will notice that we didn't really talk about Indonesia. Um, that's what we're going to do now. And then look forward to Australia as well. So we'll pick back up. Um, Keith, I mean, where do we start, really? I mean, Jorge Martin had the title lead for probably the shortest amount of time ever. 24 hours, yeah. It was unfortunate for him, wasn't it? But it was one of those ones where that racetrack, because it's got no real use, brand new, hardly used for anything other than, you know, the Grand Prix, there was a, a basically a, a rubbered-in line, and that was it. And if you got, you know, half a yard offline or picked up any gravel or whatever, or, or any dust or dirt or whatever it might have been, it was a problem. Plus, it was excruciatingly hot, 60 degrees of track temperature. That always just the emulsification of everything that's in the tarmac and bubbles to the top and makes it a bit tricky. But I love the post-race comments by Jorge Lorenzo, five times a world champion, he will tell you. And, of course, he's absolutely quite right. A real legend and one of the original aliens. Um, I wrote it down. Jorge Lorenzo. Um, Bangalaya didn't win the race. Jorge Martin lost the race. And it's a good point. You know, I think Jorge Lorenzo was taking exception to the celebrations that were going on um, in the Ducati camp uh, for the race winner, Bangnaya. But of course, I don't think it was as much a celebration, as much as relief, in my view. You know, the fact was that they grabbed their 25 points and Jorge Martin scored none. Um, Don't expect that to last much longer because it's going to be a scrap right to the end now. I mean, that's... Okay, so what have we got? 18 points difference. Do you think that this isn't going to be a, a suddenly uh, we're going to see the Jorge Martin of old where he was crashing, injuring himself quite a lot? Because, of course, this no, is the first big that. mistake. No, I, I don't think we're going to see that. You've only got to look at the, I mean, I, I went through the stats this morning because obviously mindful of where we are. If you look at the last, what, three or four rounds, I mean, Jorge Martin has been the head and shoulders above everyone else on scoring. He's been really, really right up there. Bangnaya, you know, since he got run over, you know, perhaps Catalonia, I think that was, that um, maybe he's been a bit off, off colour. But to come from where he came from uh, to win that race was absolutely outstanding. And you can understand why Ducati were pleased because he's, he's back on it. And this weekend of Phillip Island, again, weather dependent to some extent, Phillip Island is a tricky old racetrack. But I think that, that you know, 
I think, oh, hey, Lorenzo, another comment he made, keep your enemy calm, don't piss him off, was another phrase that he made as well. I think that's quite valid. I mean, you can... I think all riders, even though they won't admit to it, focus on somebody that they absolutely want to beat for whatever reason it is. You will not want somebody to beat you. We're going to see a bit of that in Phillip Island as well. The Australians always do something special in Australia. They just raise their game. It is like, you know, like breathing. Um, Jack Miller, I expect will be somewhere thereabouts this weekend where he hasn't been for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that pissing off Jorge Martin with a, with a little bit of overly enthusiastic celebrations um, uh, might just poke the bear, if you like, and we might see Jorge Martin fighting back straight away. I mean, Bangaya is a good rider, and we'll see about that. It, um, it would have been smart to keep a lower profile, is what Jorge Lorenzo had to say as well. So there was quite a lot of comment coming from Jorge Lorenzo, and it was interesting to, to read into it um, what he was saying. So um, Bangaya... I don't think that. I think Bangnaya is 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 back on it. Philip Island is going to be a track that Bangnaya goes well at. Or Hey Martin too. Um, it's just a question of who else you're going to put around them for the um, points. It's going to be about spoilers as well. It's going to be about injury. You know, anybody that picks up an injury at this point in the season could lose this championship. It's um, and bearing in mind how hard they are, they're having to try it early on. Mandalika was difficult. It was a it was a difficult racetrack from a point of view of it, it was very very hot, debilitating heat, humid massively hot track temperature you know maybe a, a, a yard and a half racing line around there if you got got it wrong you were on the floor as, as uh, martin found out um but in philip island different kettle of fish mm. uh, well you talk about who else might be around them this weekend um vr46 the, those boys did rather well didn't they uh last time out in indonesia and of course off the back of uh, this new title sponsorship deal as well uh, that, that Valentino Rossi has secured for the, the team. It's all looking rather rather nice down there. Yeah, the collarbone kids, as we know them, when we were at the Mandalika. <laughs> I mean, obviously, set in pole as, uh, as, as uh, Marini did. Um, Bezeki riding brilliantly a week after having that thing pinned. Um, but again, Phillip Island's a tough racetrack. You know, there's, there's a lot of work to be done around Phillip Island. It's going to be interesting to see whether any of those niggling injuries create a problem for them as, as we get going throughout there. And it's an easy place to make a mistake as well, as many often do. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a difficult racetrack. It's a great racetrack. If we have good weather, um, which again... Well, I have just had a look. Road. I've had a look at the weather. Chance of rain, Saturday and Always. Sunday. And it can, it can change. I mean, if it blows from the South Pole, you're going to be freezing your nuts off. If it blows from <laughs> inland, it's quite a bit warmer. And the worst thing I ever did was I went out. I thought well, we're going to be in Australia. I'll take me bloody shorts and a, a pair of speedos or whatever. And um, no, I don't. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say anything. <laughs> but I, I thought I'll take some take some shorts with me and, and put a couple of t shirts in the bag. And I got there and it was absolutely blowing a gale and freezing. And I remember Julian Ryder saying to me, "This is good. This is warm for Phillip Island." So it is a very very difficult place from that point of view. Um, they don't call one corner Siberia for no reason. It is freezing bloody cold. So tyre-wise, it's going to be tricky for them as well. If you've got a bit of wet weather in there, it's going to be tricky. This is not an easy racetrack. It's a classic racetrack. I mean, it's, you know, you don't get a big crowd there. They are hardy, you know, properly hardy. Um, It's a bit like the Northwest 200 in Northern Ireland, you know, like you don't know whether you're going to get sunshine or rain or hail or whatever you're going to get. It reminds me a bit of a, a, a road circuit type environment from a, from a spectator's point of view, that you know, they are properly, properly covered up and and and, and in the wind. It's a, you know, you expect a yeti to appear from anywhere at any time. Um, but like I say, if the wind changes and it comes up from the South Pole, from Tasmania or wherever it is, 
it changes. I remember a race there. I think it was Cal Crusoe who was 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 he leading it? He was certainly in the top three, and the temperature dropped about ten degrees mid race, and they'd got an asymmetric tire on. And we got asymmetric tire on. Yeah, they had I think, and one side was was harder than the other, and basically it just didn't work when it got to a certain temperature, and into a couple of into one of the hairpins. I think it was Honda. Um, and and down he went. I mean, it's, it can change like that, and we will be seeing some of that if the weather changes mid-race, mid-session, mid-day, whatever it might be. Philip Island, tricky track, great track, but tricky. Well, um, somebody who had a rather good run of it and maybe will be hoping for a better run this weekend as well is a man we've not spoken much about this season. He's lost his seat to Mark Marquez, Fabio Di Antonio. Best result, Two. fourth at last time out in Indonesia. It's funny what being sacked can do for a rider. Well, again, that's we've seen it before with with some riders. I mean, it just takes the pressure off, doesn't it? You just you just do your best and move forward to wherever you're going to go. So, Digi, shame for him, but not unexpected in the circumstances. It's, it's a cutthroat market out there, and it's all it's all about business. Yeah, you know, where do you see him going? Sure, good question. At the moment, that's a very good question. His management is going to be working hard. Whatever it is, it ain't going to be as good as where he is. Let's put it that way. Um, from mm. a from a, a rider's point of view, it's going to be a a step back and um, and uh, and gather his thoughts up and and get himself back on on the list, if you like. Um, we'll wait and see. There's a lot of great riders coming through. Some some manufacturers are oversubscribed, and that is is the problem as well. When you've got the likes of Mark Marquez moving camps, um, yeah, I see all sorts of things with people saying that Mark Marquez is going to win the championship next year as well. I don't see it like that. It's going to be very interesting to see. How that shapes up from the get-go next year. I'm sorry, we should be talking about Mandalika and uh, Philip Island, but I think all eyes still are, are looking towards Mar Marquez, aren't they? I mean, we're all, you know, what we'd give for see Mar Marquez on a Ducati this coming weekend at uh, Philip Island. I am just a bit nervous, though, that if he does get on it, it's just going to be, it's already a little bit, you know, there are lots of comments that came in from our chat with Stuart Higgs uh, earlier in the week. MotoGP has become a little bit like the Ducati Cup, and then suddenly you put the best rider on one of the best on the best manufacturer, uh, and suddenly he's going to be away and gone. It's about great racing. I yes, Mark Marquez is an is as we used to say an alien. He's something a little bit special, and he might shock us all with with some very dramatic riding racing I, I but i just believe things have moved on a little bit and i want to see whether mark is the same mark that we knew when he was in his pomp with with honda um i've got a niggling feeling not um we'll see um you know we need him in it we need him fighting um it would almost be better if the grassini bike isn't quite as good as the others just to see what um he can do incrementally um one of ducati <laughs> It, it was good. that, uh, and all of that is uh, to come. Not until next season. So we still got a championship to wrap up this year as well, which is going to go to the bitter end, I think. But um, looking forward to this weekend uh, from a Yamaha perspective. Fabio Quattararo, two podiums in the last three races. I think he said that Mandalika was his the best podium he's achieved this year. Um, these these are these are good signs. I know it's not always straightforward out and out pace, but it, it's it's progression. Philip Island's a rider's circuit. It's what, you know, there aren't too many people that I can think of that um, that don't love Philip Island. Um, Weather-wise, I'm not so sure whether that's um, as popular, but <clears throat> he could go well, but you've got a very fast 
final corner onto a very fast straight with a very fast court for turn one. Doohan's is like a the, the frightening corner. That, that, the turn one at, uh, at Phillip Island is something a little bit special. Going to be interesting to see whether he can make that Yamaha work, but he's always going to have a Ducati underneath him going up towards Doohan's. Um, and, and that, I think his, his single uh, single lap pace for qualifying and the like could be quite good. You know, he, he, and you need to qualify. You need to get yourself sorted out. But by the time we've gone for the first time through Doohan's down to the Southern Loop, um, he's going to have Ducatis all over him. And that is the problem you've got on a bike that isn't quite as quick as it needs to be. Um, it's almost there, and he's doing a great job with it. Um, but we'll see. I mean, yes, he's coming off the back of some very, um, what's the word we're looking for? Uh, encouraging uh, races. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's I haven't got see him what in the top three, though. No, well, we'll come on to our predictions because I can't believe we forgot our predictions last time. Can you believe it? Um, but we'll definitely get to that. Let, let's look at Philip Island then. So, I mean, you've given us a little insider guide as to, to what the track holds and, you know, it is a rider's track for sure. But what about the area in general? I mean, I've never been there. You know, what, what what's it like off the track and, and the surrounding areas? It is literally, it's like a, they call it an island because you need to get over a bridge at San Remo to, um, to get onto the island. Jonathan Ray is where his wife Tash is from. Actually, he's got a house down there. Jonathan Ray, you know, six-time world superbike champion. He's got a, he's got a house on Phillip Island. But it- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is country. We are talking about it is the end of the earth. It's like two and a half hours out of Melbourne. Uh, if you're driving, um, you fly into Melbourne, you go, you drive down to, to Phillip Island. Um, very little in the way of exotic infrastructure, if you like. It's a, it's a, it's like a. I think the Melbourne uh, glitterati, obviously, holiday down there. You've got, I think, it's Silverwater is a, is a, mm. an estate of like holiday homes and the like. There's quite a lot of holiday homes down there, and there's a lot of Airbnb bed and breakfast type places that a lot of bikers rent. You know, they're all in bungalows and houses. Everybody rents out their houses when they're down there. Um, very small crowd, really. Um, I've got to say, they're hardy. As I said earlier on, the weather is is it's always at least one of the days is going to be windy and wet. That's almost well. For sure. Just seeing wind gusts might reach as high as eighty kilometers an hour on and it the makes Sunday. A big yeah, it's it's hugely different. I mean, stability is going to be something. It was one of the tracks that I remember. I think it was Bradley Smith, the, the British rider um, in Grand Prix back then, um, that was was one of the first to really complain about uh, aero. You know, down that long, fast straight going down towards Doohan's, you didn't have control over the bike. The aero was 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 moving you around all over the place, and that can be an issue. We've seen it on a lot of tracks. 
the final corner, I've already said it, is very, very, very fast indeed, coming out onto the Gardner Strait, start and finish straight, down towards Doohan's Corner. Um, but there are some spectacular, I mean, Stoner's Corner, they've got Stoner's Corner, of course, as well, which is um, a spectacular sideways. On. I don't know why they called it the Gardner Strait. If I'd been Wayne Gardner, I'd have wanted a corner calling after me rather than you know, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the actual straight. It doesn't sound good well, enough for the life of Wayne I suppose, Gardner. I suppose Hamilton got a straight at Silverstone, didn't he? That the old the old pits is now the Hamilton Strait. What was the, what was the old MotoGP pits now? Mm. Mm. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. I can't I can't get that <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can add to that. <laughs> but fair, but fair enough. But bearing in mind that, uh, like, if we're going to make an uh, you know an analogy, I suppose, like Hamilton is an absolute legend here in Formula One. Uh, Wayne Gardner was an absolute legend in Australia because he was the first Aussie to batter everybody when it came to a world title. And if you'd seen some of the races that Wayne Gardner had around Phillip Island, um, you would understand what I'm on about. Have a look back through YouTube. There'll be plenty there. And uh, Gardner was a bit... Gardner was one of those guys, unlike Doohan, who was just mega talented. Um, Gardner was just a gritty, tough... He was obviously talented on a motorbike, but he was gritty and tough and would go beyond his capabilities quite often, which often hurt. Um, and I just used to love watching Wayne Gardner. And he was a bit like it off track as well. You wouldn't have put him down as the brightest tool in the shed, that's for sure. Um, although in later life, uh, he's done very well um, in business and the like as well. So he obviously wasn't quite as dim as I probably got him made out to be. <laughs> Wayne and I were uh, quite competitive in the British Championship back in the day. Um, but I've always had this, uh, I've always liked Wayne and we get on quite well now as well. Um, and he's had his trouble, he's had his trauma, uh, over, over life, but that sounds like a podcast in the future, maybe with Wayne. Um, hey, you read, the film? read my he's mind. He's got a film that's out called Wayne. Anybody that hasn't seen it yet. And there is a film about Wayne Gardner out there. Okay. I ought I'm to be the little... film critic really, hadn't I, on this podcast? We did a little like... Keith, Keith's film section. Um, so, um, what else at Philip? What else at Philip Island? Do we not know? Too bad to get into, not too bad to get out of. Fairly well organised from that point of view. Um, spectacular! If you can stand the cold, you know you can go and watch at some corners that you, yeah, they are really, really good to watch at. Um, Victorian police. It is a nanny state in Victoria. It's got to be said. I've said you've it said that before. Yeah, I know, and I get slammed <laughs> for it every time, but. The word of advice would be, if you ever go down there, stick to the speed limit. Don't jaywalk, as they say in America. Walk one side of the white lines. If somebody's telling you that you've got to walk on the path, walk on the path. Because when you're dealing with a difficult Aussie policeman or a difficult Aussie paddock people, you might as well just toe the line and do what they say because they're just going to they're gonna push and shove. Um Parking at the track is tricky, and if it's if it's wet, you can find yourself when you go back to your car. It's sitting in the middle of a pond, um, so park on the high ground, folks. If you're there, <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we um, do we know much about um, uh, rider movement yet for this uh, for this weekend? Do we know if um, who was missing last weekend? Was it Rin? Everybody's there. I've got the entry list in front of me. The full twenty-two are there. It'll be the first yeah. time, providing everyone passes their fitness <laughs> test. It'll yeah. be the first time this year since round one oh, Marquez, that we've had that um, everybody on the grid. In fact, the same in Moto2. Uh, Moto3, we've got a couple of replacements in Moto3. So Anna Carrasco's out. We saw her injured slightly last time. 
Um, she's out, and Romano Fanati is still out as well. So Fanati's being, um, who is he being uh, subbed by? Nicola Carraro on the Rivercole Snipers team, so he'll be riding the Honda, and Vincenti Perez is riding under the 21 bike, so he'll be taking over for Anna Carrasco. But they're the only subs. No wild cards. Um, they're the only substitutes in Moto3. Okay. Otherwise, Once. the grid is as it should be. Let's hope we do get a full grid of the uh, original race riders uh, that actually start a Grand Prix. Um, come on then, should we do our predictions? Um, let's do sprint race first. One, two and three. Uh, what are we thinking, Mr. Hewan? Mm, that's a very good question. I've got a note here somewhere that I actually wrote because I thought I'd have a little go at that. Sprint <laughs> race, Martin Bagnaia and Miller. There you go, that's my sprint, sprint job. I think Miller will be in the he'll be wanting to do it for the Aussies that's for sure and they, they they tend to raise their game when it comes to that but this is going to be there's going to be a lot of pushing and shoving around here um, which is why in the Grand Prix I've got Bangnaya Binder and Martin okay Binder, Binder hit everything except the safety car last time out yeah that <laughs> on the Saturday and on the Sunday um, and <laughs> he's going to be he's going to be aggressive again and I think it's going to take a fair bit of aggression to to get this done yeah, Binder is quite bold, but he was a bit bolder than usual uh, last time around. Okay, um, sprint for me is going to be Martin. Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Martin Marini and Banyaya, and then Grand Prix. I'm going to go. I think Martin's going to strike back, so I'm going to go get another double for Martin Banyaya, oh, just to be different. Let's put Vinales on the podium. Why not? Let's put Vinales on there. Off the back yeah, of his Batman celebrations. Yeah, the only trouble is with Vinales, I think, in this particular circumstance, I do feel like it's going to be elbows out from the, from the get-go. And I'm still not convinced. But he actually got, he got a good start in Indonesia, un, which was unusual. It's getting slow. If you can get your flow going and you can get out there where you're not being interfered with in the nicest possible way, then, um, then Vinales, yeah. But i got a feeling that down into... What is the Honda hairpin? And MG um, is another hairpin as well. Um, a couple of places that's pushing and shoving. Southern Loop is an opportunity to, to, you know, several lines into there. Duans is an absolute... Honestly, Duans is one of them. If you could shut your eyes at 200 mile an hour, you would. Yeah, I mean, it's an incredible corner. And rushing in there, we have seen some big offs there as well. So uh, we'll be seeing a fair bit of action, that's for sure. And it's also... I remember the Australian Motor 3 Grand Prix going back in the years was was my, and probably still ranks as one of my highest, um, you know, watch from behind the sofa moments because um, there were 15 riders that were all absolutely capable of winning it mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and were all determined to try and win it. So uh, it, it is a great racetrack from that point of view. And uh, if you do get a chance, what year was it? Uh, the nutted the seagull? That was only a couple of years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Gavin Gavin the seagull. I don't know why they call it Gavin. Maybe they call it after Gavin Emmett, I think, for, for BT. I don't know. Um, he's got a lot of beak. Um, so, no, it's, uh, it, it was, uh, it was, I can't remember what year it was, but it was Andrea Iannone. And we've not seen Iannone um, in Grand Prix um, for some time because obviously he's drugs issue. But he'll be back for World Superbikes next year. So, We'll see if he's he's in the mood for nutting any seagulls um, in World Superbikes come uh, come 2024. Um, could be an interesting year as far as World Superbikes is concerned if he's back in it. Maniac Joe, as he was known, Crazy Joe for a while, but Maniac Joe was uh, his own designated um, uh, nickname uh, over the years. 
And uh, yes, he was uh, unfortunate that as he appears over the top of the hill down into the hairpin, there was a seagull nonchalantly wandering about and uh, flew straight up into into his face. Interesting, TNT, BT stroke TNT um, retweeted that piece of commentary. That's the only time I think they've um, publicised my association with them for some considerable time. So obviously... Uh, <laughs> You're back in the good books, Ewan. They've seen I the must podcast. Be back in the good <laughs> <laughs> Hello to everybody from TNT watching. Uh, <laughs> but um, he did do like was it the next weekend uh, a tribute helmet to the seagull, didn't he? And uh, did a he sort did. of yeah, yeah. Uh, nice but I think touch. The, the problem is, is, I mean, if you remember, if you go back a bit, Kevin, I think it's Colin Edwards ended up with the seagull. They weigh like five pounds or whatever it is. They're bloody heavy. You want yeah. one in one in the face. I mean, we're talking about something that's. You get one down the straight at 200 mile an hour, and it's going to take your head off. Um, oh and we've we've had seagulls that have been a problem at Phillip Island before, uh, so it's it's kind of one of those things where don't feed the seagulls. That's another. Um, uh, you see the signs. Don't feed the seagulls because they all just come in, and yeah. they would have to stop racing if there was flocks of seagulls everywhere. Flock of seagulls, isn't that a bloody band? <laughs> Probably. From your from your era, um, <laughs> we'll leave it there then, shall we? With uh, no seagulls harmed on this occasion, but uh, watch out for them this weekend for sure. Um, thank you very much, Keith Ewan. Thank you very much for watching, for listening. Enjoy the weekend wherever you are. Let us know your predictions and any questions as well. You can leave them in the comments below, or you can send us an email: omgmotogp at gmail.com. Go back and have a listen or a watch to Stuart Higgs, uh, the series director uh, of the British Superbike Championship, uh, which we had a good, really good chat with him earlier on in the week. So that's available on the YouTube and also uh, to listen to on all the various audio platforms if you prefer to digest that way. Uh, next week excuse me next week i'm on my holiday so i'm not here but good news i know a lot of people will be pleased to hear this amy reynolds will be back in the hot seat and pete mclaren will be here as well so uh it's an all-star cast for next week alongside keith as well um and uh this has been a motormouth media production so do check out our other podcasts the paddle movement podcast and the motormouth f1 podcast and you can leave this one a review in the meantime wherever you get your podcast i think i've squeezed everything in there at the end uh any final words keith or should we shut up now i think it's time to shut up but um philip island it's worth getting up for early to watch it it really is i mean it's a, it's it's an event so pull the fridge close to the sofa full of beer first thing in the morning in fact if you're a night out don't go to bed just yeah. stay up and watch philip island the australian grand prix you won't yeah. be disappointed we'll leave it there thank you very much we'll see you next week enjoy the weekend Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.